I would never coach someone and say, yeah, you know what? To be successful, you have to quit the corporate world and be an entrepreneur. That lifestyle is not for everybody. So if you've been taught that or if you think that and you have a nine to five that you don't want to walk away from yet, it's out there, you guys. It's there for the taking. And if you have that call in your heart to train others, to help others and lead others, coaching might be a thing for you. Hey mamas, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast, where we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mother at the same time. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am helping you find the freedom to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey friends, welcome back to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, Lawan Moses, and I'm back with you again for another great episode. If this is your first time listening at More Than a Mother podcast, we are helping moms to create a life outside of motherhood without sacrificing their family time. We believe that moms can pursue their dreams and be great moms at the same time. My guest today is Michelle Marie of Put Your Passion to Work. Michelle loves working with passionate and driven women in order to provide support, accountability, and life-changing business strategies and helping them towards building a wildly successful coaching business so that they can one day shout from the rooftops, I love what I do. Michelle joined me today to talk about her own experience into becoming a coach and how she is able to work a full-time job, run her coaching business, as well as help women just like her build their own coaching business and grow them and scale their businesses. Let's dive into my interview with Michelle. Hey, Michelle, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself? I am wonderful. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so excited to have you here as my guest today. Thank you for having me. I know we met and connected somewhere around the internet and we just instantly vibed. So I'm really glad that we found each other and now I get to talk to you on your podcast. Yeah, I'm so excited that we connected. Yeah, I don't remember where we connected, but I'm just glad that we did. It's amazing the power of the internet. Mm-hmm. So we're at More Than a Mother podcast, you know, that we believe in storytelling because there is so much power in our stories and we really can help transform not only our lives, but the lives of others when we tell our stories. So before we get into all the great things that you have going on right now, if you could just backtrack for me and take a moment and just reflect on what was your aha moment in your life that led you on the path that you're on today? Sure. That's such a really profound and great question. And I'm glad you asked it at first because it's something that I talk about on episode one of my podcast, which was my journey and its starting point. And for me, what that looked like was if I were to rewind the clock about two years ago, I was on the realization that in a year or two from now, which if you fast forward is right now, that I will have been working or have been had been working for the same company for half my life. So two years ago, I realized that two years from that point, I would have been at the same company for 18 years and I was 36 years old or would be 36 years old. So half my life, right? That's the, uh, that's the math. <laughs> and <laughs> it caused me to self-reflect 
what had I done that was fulfilling and purposeful in my career through starting it through that point of time? What did I then want the second half of my career to look like? And it forced me that in this realization that I was kind of feeling stuck, I was kind of going through the motions as it relates to my career life. I was just going through the motions and I was a little bit fearful of change, of doing something different. At that point of time, I didn't want to be doing what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I had to ask myself why. And there was two things that came up for me. The first was that I had hit my glass ceiling. So at my company, now I have two degrees. I have a master's degree in undergrad that I did part-time while I, while I worked full-time. Because if you do the math, I, I got this job right out of high school. Now I've had at increasing levels of responsibility. I've been promoted um, two or three times within that 18 year time span. I've done different roles. So I've always, it's not like the same job I was doing, but there was some things that I was like not passionate about as it relates to my career. And so I thought I was racking my brain. I was having lots of like dinner conversations with my friends over wine. And we all felt the same feeling. Like, is this just, is this why we call it work? We just go in, do our 40 hours a week and then collect our paycheck. Is this all there is to life? And so I started this journey, which led me to getting my own life coach. And through that process, I discovered my calling of coaching. I didn't really even know what coaching was at the time. And I definitely wasn't friends with many coaches either. Now my whole world is coaches two years later now. But um, through that life coaching, through that self-discovery, this journey, and if you want to hear more detail, you can go on episode one of my podcast. But I realized that I have this passion to help others. And that's a broad statement. We all have this call in our heart, I think, to help others as humans. But what that looked like for me was in the form of coaching. And then I had to discover, well, what kind of coaching and how can I call myself a coach? And then that whole journey happened. So my aha moment was really during that time when, and this could be a long-winded answer, but I was mad, you know, when you angry clean, I was like mad, angry cleaning. And I was like sweeping, which why wasn't I vacuuming? I was sweeping at the time. And I thought, oh, if only, if only I could just find my passion and put it to work. And then the light bulb went off and I realized, wait, that's actually part of the journey. That's part of the calling. That's everyone's big question. What's my purpose? What's my passions? How can I monetize those? And that's how my coaching business was born. That's amazing. And I just like how you shared how you were in this job for 18 years, or you would have been in this job for half your life. And it's like, you get to Mm -hmm. the point where I have to have more. And I think as mothers, and we both talked about previously when we first met about having jobs and then realizing that there is more to life outside of motherhood, outside of working, and just putting that, taking that time to put that all together and ask yourself, okay, what more is out there? What else can I be doing? Because it's not so much, I think a lot of times people feel you have to so much give up something in order to work on a passion, in order to pursue a dream, in order to start a business, there's this resounding message that you have to quit your nine to five, that you have to give up something. But it's like, no, I can be content in having my job, but I just want something more. There is more to my life. And just that's a profound vision to have. Exactly. And so many people out there, there's a lot of business coaches like myself out there that have this um, school of thought that it's either or, like you said, either be a coach or work nine to five. And I thought, you know what? That's not right. That's not real. 
feel for this moment. Now, three years from now, who knows? But in this moment, I still have the job I had when I had that aha moment two years ago. I still have the same boss, but guess what's different? My mindset is different. I was told you had you couldn't have both. And then I kind of rewrote that script. You're, you're rewriting the script. A lot of us are that you can have it all. And there's different um, things in trials and tribulations, pros and cons to that, that you go through priorities time. But for me, I wanted to have it all. I didn't want to give up my steady paycheck. I make, you know, six figures and I've worked really hard to get to where I'm at in my, in my career as a network engineer. I just wasn't going to walk away from that because I, I just woke up and realized it's not my passion anymore. I thought, how can I do something fulfilling that won't take up all of my time? But that's the thing. When you are working on your passion and you're working on a passion that you want to monetize, that's the fuel that allows you to put in those extra hours early in the morning or late at night, like whatever time frame works for you that you have above the nine to five hours, above the mom hours and stuff like that. Right. And I mean, that's important, that fuel, and that's what's going to keep you going because it's not realistic. And it's great to have this conversation because it's not realistic for every person, for every mother, for everyone out there that wants to work in their passion. It's not realistic to just up and say, oh, I'm going to quit my job because I want to do something more fulfilling. Like, why do we continue to put ourselves in these situations of I have to give something up in order to have something else? But in talking with both of us talking, we're both here. We both work nine to five. And yet we're finding time for our passion that we want to monetize and the things that we want to do. And that's such just a great example to show not only moms, but women and people in general that it doesn't have to be an either or situation. And we're flipping that script, as you said, that you can do, you can have it all. It's just a matter of what your all looks like. Yeah. And that's your and I story. And they're very similar. Now there could be someone out there who maybe she's a waitress. Maybe she commutes 30 minutes to go work, to go to work somewhere and make 10 bucks an hour or 15 an hour. And she knows that gosh, I could probably make that same amount of money if I did it full time online with my coaching business or whatever it is your passion. In this case for me, it's coaching. Then maybe you do make that leap. Maybe you say, I'm going to save up three months worth of income. And in three months I'm quitting so I can go all in. That's, you can do that. That's okay too. That hasn't been my journey. That's not yours. Everyone looks a little different, but I would never coach someone and say, yeah, you know what? To be successful, you have to quit the corporate world and be an entrepreneur. That lifestyle is not for everybody. So if you've been taught that, or if you think that, and you have a nine to five that you don't want to walk away from yet, it's out there, you guys, it's there for the taking. And if you have that call in your heart to train others, to help others and lead others, coaching might be a thing for you. And what I do with my clients is I show them how you can go from zero to business in 12 weeks. So in about three months time working consistently, I don't see any reason why you cannot start to make and supplement your income at a four figure mark. And when you take that and then multiply that by 12 months, so you get an annual income, you're at a five figure mark. It's easily done. And I, I've done it. Well, wasn't easy in the beginning. I I don't want to use that wording because there is um, a little bit of hard work and hustle involved, but it's possible. It's possible. And it's possible to do it in about five hours a week. If you can find that. Right. If you are enjoying this podcast, please take a few seconds and leave a review, a rating, and share this with all of your mom friends. 
We want to get the word out about the More Than a Mother podcast so that we can empower as many moms as possible. This is truly a movement for all moms. As moms, we are a community and it is up to us to continue to lift each other up. So don't keep all this greatness to yourself. Subscribe, like, share, rate, and leave a review so that all moms can start to tune in and start living out their own unique life stories. So what I want to talk about is where you just said right there that it's not easy, but it is possible. So when you were in this point where you knew you wanted more, you were working the nine to five, it's like, okay, this is not my passion. There has to be more to life than this. And I think we all get to that age where it's just like, okay, there's more to life than this. I mean, that's a realization that we come up with. So when you're in that moment of there's more to life than this, there's more to life than this, what obstacles or things did you encounter as you're trying to make that mindset shift so that you can figure out Mm -hmm. how to go into your passion while not sacrificing and giving up your nine to five? Yeah, you name it. I had it in terms of limiting beliefs in myself and through the power of coaching. Again, I went out right away and I decided there was a choice that I could make. I could spend the time or I could spend the money. I was at first okay with spending the time and not the money. I thought I'm going to do this the free way. I'm going to go download all the freebies. I'm going to go learn everything I can in all the webinars that that are out there and build my business from scratch with no with no help. I soon realized I was going nowhere fast. I had about 3000 unread emails in my inbox from downloading all the free things. Yes. I was no closer to realizing my dream of starting this coaching business. So I made a few smart investments. I decided to invest my money and that really has fast tracked my success. So I attribute it to making a few smart investments, working through, again, through coaching the, the mindset junk that came up for me that comes up for a lot of us. And it's not something you work on and it goes away. It pops up from time to time, but then you kind of know how to handle it. And I also decided to commit. I decided to commit to making this something that would work because I had tried another part of my journey I didn't share with you is that throughout my 20s and stuff, I always had these endeavors. I had these hobbies that I started in the hopes that it would turn into a business like that accidental success. Yes. Like, oh, I started making bow ties. This is true. I started making bow ties for my my son when he was two or three years old. And then my a couple of family members were like, those are so cute. Can you make me some? I'm like, this is it. This is my thing. I'm going to be like that Etsy seller that makes a million dollars from selling kids bow ties. And I realized, oh, I don't really like making bow ties and the time it takes to cut. And so it wasn't my thing, but it was some kind of like creative endeavor. It was that pull for more that ultimately led me to doing these hobbies that didn't really turn into much other than a hobby with the hopes that I wanted this other business. So I always kind of had that entrepreneurial spirit. Why it took me so long to like step into the coaching, I don't know, but I think it's just a journey I had to go through with having all these missteps to finally land on it. And you kind of know when you land on it because it's a feeling you get. It's this like this, it's like your soul kind of lighting up. And that was for me a big aha moment as well was discovering coaching and knowing like I can actually make money doing this. It comes so naturally to me. Something that I found people were coming to me in my everyday life for advice and such that I was like, I can monetize this. Wow. So then you had to like step into that role of, okay, this is uh, I, it's okay to ask for money in exchange for my time and my expertise. It's okay to do that. I can wear this hat as a coach, even that going to coach school 
you know, not getting certified with three letters after my name, because guess what? My life experience and my expertise is my certification. My smart investments, that's my certification. That was enough to step into the role as a coach for me. Right. And I think so much of coaching is life experience and expertise. Because I mean, you can go to any type of school, get some type of certification. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to be a great coach. But when you're going through those trial and errors, like your Etsy shop, bow ties, those type of things that you're learning from, that's really building the foundation to me for your coaching business. Because we all on this journey to me, when we're becoming coaches, consultants, whatever it is that we become, we're learning from the things that didn't perhaps didn't work out or pan out the way that we thought they were, they would. But through that process, it's little things that we're learning about business or about reaching our goals or about our mindset that is laying that foundation to put us on that journey to where now it's like, okay, I can go back and coach people because I had this experience of failing at a hobby or failing at a business. I learned this lesson. I made this investment. I did those type of things. So I really think that helps build that foundation for what makes a solid coach from having that expertise and that experience. And when you stay in your lane of expertise, then that's where the coaching comes along and you're able to help people once you pick your niche and those type of things, you're able to help people through those experiences. Yeah. Thank you for saying that and pointing that out. It's so true because when we're again, talking about the coaching world, a lot of people think, oh, I need to have a certification in order to be taken seriously. And that's not true. Now, if you don't know how to coach and you've never led a coaching session or received coaching, I'd say maybe you don't need a certification. Maybe you just need to get coaching so you can kind of see the role and learn the elements of what makes a good coaching session that absolutely you don't need to be certified to learn that stuff. You can do what I call and what I've done in my whole career, which is on the job training. OJT on the job training is you qualify for a role. Then you get the role. Every promotion I've had, I didn't qualify for, I I received paid on the job training, which means I would sit next to someone or virtually meet with them and learn the job. And that's the same with coaching. So you can step into that role. You don't have to coach for free. Your time is so valuable. You can you can price yourself appropriate. You can price yourself appropriately. Which what I mean by that is maybe you don't come out the gate and charge a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars. Maybe you charge three hundred and you do a quick couple of sessions while you're getting your feet wet. That's on the job training. You're learning as you go, and that really again, was another aha moment for me knowing that, you know what, I make what I make in my career, it's very well paying. And everything I've learned was through on the job. It wasn't something I learned and then did the job. I learned it as I went along. And if it works for the corporate world, why can't it work for the entrepreneurial world? And the answer is that it can. Yeah, that's so true that it can. And I think people get caught up in the fact that I feel like I have to have certain credentials or certain things behind my name because I'm being an entrepreneur when that's not necessarily true. Because as you said, whenever you go out and get your first job or any type of job, you're being trained right there on the job and you're still getting a check for it. So that's a great way to look at it. Yeah, I coach all my clients to have that mindset so that a lot of people that I work with when they come to me, they've been working with clients but not on a paid basis. And I say that's great for a short time if you need to earn testimonials or social proof. Just let's continue to 
get that social proof, but actually pay you appropriately for the time and the transformation that you're giving people. Yeah, that's great. So what lessons did you learn during this time of building and becoming a coach and those type of things? What lessons have you learned along the way that have kind of stayed with you? Well, it's something that I thought of earlier in this conversation about the realization of pursuing like your passion and your higher purpose. So depending on your school of thought, and I want to give some people listening maybe some permission that it's okay to have a passion and just keep it as a hobby that maybe you don't need to earn money from it. Or maybe the fact that you could earn money from it turns you off to it and it turns into a job and it's not your passion anymore. I want to give you guys permission that that's okay too, because having a lot of conversation with someone who's old school, like my dad, who's a generation above us, I think he's considered a baby boomer. He's 60. His school of thought is this. It's go to school, get a good paying job, put in your 40 hours or whatever, go home and live your life. Work doesn't equal passion to him. (laughs) Work is just something you do to get paid, to get money. And then you go live your life and do your passion. And he's completely okay with that. So is he going to pursue his passion of coaching? Probably not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) His, he doesn't equate purpose and passion with work. Now I feel like our generation and a lot of people I talk to coaches, colleagues, just friends, people in this earth that I interface with. We think different. We think this other school of thought, whereas we can marry our work with our purpose. We don't want to go work for some other person for 40 hours and hate what we do and go through the motions and feel stuck. We didn't go to school to get degrees to go do that stuff. Yet that happens a lot. And if that's you and you find yourself in that situation, I definitely invite you to do some self-discovery, do some journey work that's going to maybe point you in that direction of like you and I, where we have that nine to five, we collect the paycheck and you know it's not our ultimate purpose, but we don't hate it enough to quit type of thing. Yet we fuel ourselves beyond motherhood, beyond all those other hats we wear, something that's just for you in the form maybe of an online business or that side gig or that side hustle, doing what you love to do. Like it's totally possible. Yes, it absolutely is. So tell me more about your coaching business and also your podcast. Yeah, sure. So my intro here, (laughs) my name is Michelle Marie and I'm the host of the put your passion to work podcast. I interview coaches And I think that gives the rest of us strength, inspiration, and motivation to pursue our purpose because I've met some amazing women who are putting their passion to work every day and they're in the coaching and consulting world. I'm also the owner of putyourpassiontowork.com. So that's my business coaching business. And what I do there is I, I attract women to me who like myself, they have a help or I'm sorry, I attract women like me who have a passion of helping others. They want to use their life experience and expertise to start their own coaching business. We work together for three to six months and they can start to monetize that passion. And I help them get super clear on what kind of coach they want to be, what kind of transformation or coaching they want to do. And then we kind of turn that into a roadmap so that they can start to attract, teach, and monetize their perfect person to them. And I've 
gotten really good at doing this. So a lot of my clients go on to start making money within our time working together. It takes consistency and it takes a lot of hard work, but it's passionate hard work. So it doesn't feel like at the end of the day, you're tired all the time. It can be something that you incorporate in you know three to five hours a week of your schedule. So if you can give me three to five hours a week for 12 weeks, I can give you a coaching business basically. And that's good that you point out three to five hours because I think people feel that it takes so much time. And in this age, especially as mothers, as people, one thing is that we're always talking about we don't have enough time. There's not enough time for this. Time comes mm-hmm. up all the all the time, so to speak. But I think it's important how you point that out. It doesn't take that much as long as you're committed to it. Yeah, it's commitment. It's consistency. It's not overnight you know, you're not going to be an overnight success. And I tell my clients, you know, they have big goals. They want to make six figures a year in their coaching business. Some of them want to leave their nine to five. Some of them don't. Some of them already have other established businesses and want to add coaching into their repertoire. And I tell those people, I say, you need a foundation first. You're coming to me because you've been doing this between zero and 24 months. Let's get you that foundation. Let me get you to four figures a month. And then when you're ready to scale up from that, and make six figures annually doing coaching, you're going to need a team. You're going to need more hours. You're going to need a full, you know, a full time. And maybe not even, I can't even say that because I haven't achieved that yet. So I don't even know what that looks like. I'm imagining that in my mind right now, but once that, once you get to four figures, you can get to five. It's hard to have a hundred thousand dollars if you didn't even make your first 10,000 yet. So let's start there. Let me get you that consistently. And then once you're ready to scale, I have a coach that I work with that I will eventually funnel all my clients to so that they can start to make like legit, you know, 60 to 150 or more thousand a year in their coaching business. Do you need a daily reminder that we are on this journey together? Well, I'm excited to announce that the More Than a Mother merch store is now open. Head on over to my website, thewanmoses.com, and shop the More Than a Mother store right now. Get your own Living That Mom Life merch and show the world that you are proud to be a mom and a woman at the same time. No need to wait. We're on this journey together. We're each making a transformation, and we are showing how we are being great women and living that mom life at the same time. Head on over to the More Than a Mother merch store to get your shirt and apparel and accessories today. And that's important to point out the fact of you have to start somewhere. And I think in the world of the internet, Google, Facebook, it's so easy to see those messages of start your coaching business today and make six, six figures. But having this conversation, it's putting in the realistic perspective that even the someone that seems like an overnight success, they are not an overnight success. I mean, Very rarely you do have that person that goes viral or those type of things out of nowhere, but often you will find there is that backstory, there is that work that they had done up until that point that they went viral or to the point they became an overnight success. So even an overnight success doesn't truly exist. And I think it's important to kind of help lower those expectations that, yes, okay, you going from zero to six figures, let's start somewhere. Let's start with something that's tangible that we can Mm -hmm. get to. And I think once you're able to break that down and go from that point, 
that kind of gives people a realistic framework of what to expect. And it's not saying you can't make six figures, but let's have a realistic perspective here. Exactly. And there's two things that come up for me. First, why do you even need to make six figures or do you? That's like a, such an overused term. And I'm like, oh, I keep using it because it's in our face all the time. Six yes. figure this, six figure that. So first of all, maybe you don't need to make six figures. Maybe you're like working a nine to five and you just want to make more money. You want to add an extra, you know, two to $4,000 a month so that you can go on a fancy vacation so that you can fund your college, your kids' college funds so that you can buy your boathouse, whatever it is. Like you don't have to do this full time, but if you want to, it is possible. And any of those gurus out there who are already living that life, the six figure and beyond, you know, let's say seven figure, the millionaire entrepreneurs, they'll tell you that it wasn't an overnight success and they'll tell you about all the failures. You didn't see that. You see them now. You see them after they're big, after they've made it, after they've commanded their slice of the internet. The rest of us who are building to whatever point, you're seeing us at our midpoint and you're seeing them at a different point. So never compare yourself and get discouraged because success is there and it's possible. But first of all, I want to ask you, What's your definition of success? Because just because mine might be to make six figures, that doesn't mean it's yours or vice versa. Maybe a, co- a successful coaching business for me is making 20 grand a year. Mm-hmm. Why? Because I have a nine to five that's 40 hours a week that I make X amount in already. I don't need to make 100,000 with the coaching business. It's my way to monetize my passion. So again, define your definition of success, what that looks like to you beyond like, both, both in an income goal with your monetization strategy and as well as like success in a perfect day in the life. You know, what are you doing? Who are you spending your time with? What does it look like? Things like that. That'll really be an eye-opening exercise for many of the listeners to do to say, yeah, I kind of already am living it. I just need to make a couple tweaks here and there. All right. And that's a great segue into managing everyday life and things that you have going on throughout the day. So as a mom who has the nine to five, has the business, has the kids, everything else, how are you managing it all? Girl, I don't even know. <laughs> I know. That's the best. I love this question because that's the moms. I love how we can give that honest answer. Of, I don't even know. <laughs> it's funny because we're recording this during a time where we're all doing the safer at home stuff and the self quarantine stuff. And kids are not in school when they normally should be. My husband is home working from home. Normally I'd be home alone right now. Everyone's downstairs and how they're all quiet right now. It's such a blessing during this (laughs) podcast, but you know, sometimes it's day to day right now. I'm in a day to day kind of mindset for me. It's been carving out a solid morning or evening routine that includes working on my business It includes uh, something that's very important to me, which I used to put myself last. Exercise now an option, and I exercise three, four times a week. So what I realized was that when I put off myself and exercising, I wasn't the best version of myself. I wasn't the best Michelle coach. I wasn't the best mama. I wasn't the best wife. Like I had to be selfish with that time, quote unquote selfish with that time so that I can bring my a game. I try to bring my A A game to every day, but that's also hard to do and hard to live up to. So do I have my nights where I just watch Netflix? Absolutely. 
Do I wake up that next morning and work a couple hours on my business? Absolutely. So I lead with intuition. I might have scheduled tonight in my iPhone calendar to work from eight to 10 after the boys go to sleep, but I'm kind of in the middle of Ozark right now. So I might put that off. (laughs) <laughs> and watch Ozark. We're watching that too. So, hey. <laughs> yeah. So it depends. What do I feel like when that time comes? Now, I'm not a very big type A person or type A personality. So someone who's type A might, if it's in my calendar, it's gold standard and that it's happening. I'm not that kind of person. I have my best intentions. Right. And that's important to have that flexibility in your schedule because people put so much pressure on ourselves to stick to these schedules and just keep up and be ex- this, all this has to get done. And when you have that flexibility, it opens up so much more freedom and it really takes the pressure off. So I like that you share that tip with us to kind of just give yourself permission that if your day is not panning out as you put it on the calendar, guess what? It's okay. Take that time off, take that break and then regroup tomorrow and get back to it. Yeah, yeah that's great. I love that you summed it up in a word, which is flexible. And if you notice patterns like, gosh, I keep putting this off. I keep putting this off. Netflix is winning five to one with my business. Then you have to go back and start asking yourself some questions. Why am I putting this off? What's coming up for me? Is it because my cup isn't full? It doesn't mean that you lost your passion for your business. It could be, you know what? I have taken zero time for myself this past month. No wonder I just want to veg out in front of the TV every night. So you'll start to notice again, going back to what your definition of success is, how are you good to yourself and filling your own self-care bucket will go such a long way in fueling that passion project that you want to advise. Yeah. As Michelle just said, you have to fill your own cup first. So stop putting yourself last. Anyone that is listening to this, because I know I used to do it for years. Stop putting yourself last. You have to really Pour into yourself and fill your cup up first so that you can show up as your best self in everything that you do. Yeah, you hear me, moms? Yeah. <laughs> Go do something for you today. <laughs> yes, do it right now, right after you finish listening. Yeah. Go light the candle. Go lay on the floor for five minutes and light the candle. Go put on your favorite song. It just it doesn't have to cost money. It doesn't have to be a lot of time, but you'll notice that you inject these little doses of happiness into your life when you do that and you'll start wanting to do that more and more and finding like cool ways to do that. I have this journal. It's a, it's an app. It's called being me and it's like $8 a year. And one of the journal entries is what are your life giving activities? And I challenged myself to do 100 life giving activities, not do them, but write them down. What gives me life? I'm on number 67. I just told my husband this last night and I'm like, why can't I get to 100? (laughs) So the point is though, I can go on there and look at 67 different things that give me life. And one of them's like drinking a glass of wine, lighting a candle, going in the favorite part of my home and just like chilling out by myself. So if you're not sure, like if you feel like your cup isn't full, that could be an exercise you guys do today, tomorrow, tonight. What gives you life? Try to come up with a hundred. Obviously you might not get to 100 like me, but you'll get 50 more things written down that you're like, oh yeah, 
I do this. I just didn't know this and I'm lacking it. So I think that's kind of a cool thing to do if you're out there and you feel like you need to fill your cup. That would be a good exercise. Awesome. So what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your life journey so far? I think I would be naive to say it's already happened because there's so much to be said that's in the future that may not have happened. But when I look at the last 10 years and in that last decade of life, I've received a master's degree. I've gotten married. I've had two beautiful children, not ever knowing that I wanted to be a mom, which sounds so weird now because I couldn't imagine my life any other way. But I think my priorities change. Whereas in my early twenties, it was all about climbing the corporate ladder. Mm -hmm. It was moving out of Wisconsin and here I am still living in Wisconsin. And I realized that my values were no longer in line with what I was doing in my life, meaning climbing that corporate ladder and wanting to start a family and just that not being everything. So I love being a mom. It's my highest calling. I think we talked about this, Luan. It's your highest calling too, but that that doesn't stop for me. The buck doesn't stop there. It's not just I'm a mom and that's it. I'm defined as so much more and it's okay. And I used to feel guilty about thinking that, oh, I'm a mom. Some people can't have kids and that's all they want. And if they were a mom, they'd be ultimately fulfilled. I don't know if I buy that because we're more than that spiritually. We're all put on this earth for a reason. Right. My highest calling and the only legacy that I really want to leave on this world is being a mom and raising my boys to the best of my ability. Then again, I still have this higher calling and purpose that I feel like I was put on this earth for. And I'm hoping that my coaching business is that result, is that pursuance of it. It, it sure feels like it, but Thus far, I'd say just putting in all those pieces. And a lot of this comes with time. You guys, I'm in my mid-30s, um, a lot wiser than I was even 10 years ago. So just think about what I'll be, where I will be at 10 years from now, 20 years from now. That's, that's the cool thing about life, just knowing what you've achieved and what could be ahead. That's that's a very profound statement. I mean, life is full of journeys and you never know where your life journey is going to go. So if you could, or were you going to say something? No, you can go ahead. Okay. So if you could just leave like our, our moms with one tip or one takeaway, or it might be more than one, so a mom that may be out here struggling to find her way to manage it all, to find her way to fit her passion in with her life, those type of things, what tip or takeaway could you give to her? I would say start with where you're at. Analyze how you're spending your time right now. And are you spending it in ways that fulfill you? Are there things you need to do? What I like to call cutting the fat. Where can you cut the fat in your life in terms of your schedule, who you hang out with, what you do? There might be some things that you've committed to and now you don't know how to back out of it or say no to it, I would say work through that with a life coach or with somebody that you can set boundaries, that you can start to take back control of your time. And then once you do that, you'll find that you have some time to spend working on your passions, identifying maybe what they are, because that's a whole other journey is finding what your passion is. I can help with that. So I do free breakthrough sessions 
And if you realize that you have a calling to be an airline pilot, you go forth and conquer. (laughs) If you decide through that session that you have a passion like me of helping others and you want to take people on a journey and and give them transformations and you want to be a coach and teach and lead, I can help you on that journey as well. and, And we can start to work on that, but you can't do that unless you have the commitment and the time. And then thirdly, all you mamas out there, go take some time for yourself today and do something that makes you feel like you're giving or receiving a hug. And that, that could be exercise. That could be calling a friend. That could be just going for a walk, you know, get out of your element and um, do something lovely for yourself today. And from every day forward. Wonderful, Michelle. Thank you so much. So where can our audience connect with you online? I love to hang out on Instagram. So you can find me at put your passion to work. I'm also on Facebook. So if you lead So if you go on Instagram and click on my bio, uh, you can join me in my Facebook group. I go live every week with mindset and business trainings. So we can hang out there. And then my website again is putyourpassiontowork.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Michelle, for joining the More Than a Mother audience today. This is such a great interview. You're welcome. Thanks for having me. This was such a great convo. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to LawanMoses.com. I love for us to stay in touch. Make sure you leave your email address so I can send you inspiration, tips, and the latest updates. Or if you prefer, text the word more, that's M-O-R-E to 302-440-465. Three, two. We have some great things coming up and I don't want you to miss a thing. Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep pressing because victory is yours.